Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How you doing? I'm doing good. Are uh, Hickson's on yet? No, you're the first. Okay. I'm heading over to their house, so it'll be us. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, what, 8 o'clock? Yeah. 2? Yeah. I don't know how many people are going to come on tonight. Do you have any feel for that? No. Could be a little slow getting on tonight. Yeah. I am tired. You are? Yeah. My alarm, I went to bed fairly late. And uh, my phone rang a couple, three times, I think. Uh, I don't know what people want at 6 o'clock in the morning or (laughs) 7. They wanted you awake. Yeah, I guess. That's all right. I hope my phone lasts. I don't know how long. But it's charged. My phone died almost at the end of the call. I had to switch phones and got back on just in time for closing. 
towards their door. Looks like she's at the sink in the kitchen. But we'll see what happens when I get there. Here I go. I thought I'd just come in, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My shoe came in tired. Well, my brother, he's starting it. Yeah. Other than that, it's us. Us is far. Want to sit in there? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just sit down. Jesus. 
Lord God, just take us and grind us and bring us through, Lord God, that we be pure in the name of Jesus, that all of these things that shall not be, that it moves. Lord God, even our mind that you have told us, Lord God, concerning that you are the one that gave us, Lord God, the right to have dominion over the earth, Lord God. Lord, it's through your word, it's through you. And, Father, we come to you, Lord God, even with our brothers, there's some that are pistols apart in the natural, but they are with us in the spirit. Lord, God, we ask you to bless us, bring us together, Lord God, that we be one, even as you and your Father was one. Lord God, and we love you. Lord God, bring us together. Fix us strong, Lord God. Bring us, Lord God, to be on one accord. Let us experience the one accord of your love and your kindness, of your victory, Lord God. Lord God, the healing and miracles, Lord God, is all done by you because you are worthy. We praise you and we lift you up, O oh God. We give you your praise in the name of Jesus. Father, we do, Lord, we pray for our brothers, our sisters, those that are weak, those that are strong, those that are tall, strong, those that think that they're weak with the strength that you have given unto us. Father, we thank you for it. Lord God, I praise that we are meeting in. Lord God, let your holiness, your, your honor, Lord God, let miracles, Lord, let your glory, Lord, let it spread out like a light and shine on us, O oh God, that even those that see us, would be able to see a difference in who we are representing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So is there anything on your hearts and minds that you want to discuss before I start the topic? Well, I think uh, the topic will bring us into maybe some more discussion. Do you have anything burning? No? We're good. Okay. Well, you wanted to uh, delve into the uh, teaching that was on this past Saturday about the uh, five-fold apostolic ministry? Yeah. Okay. Well, <clears throat> what's the difference between the gospel of salvation versus the gospel of the kingdom? The gospel of salvation and the gospel of the kingdom? Yes. <laughs> That's a good question. That's not a hard one. No, it seems like the gospel of salvation would be the the getting you to the door of the kingdom, and the kingdom would be how to live with uh, your fellow man and uh, that sort of thing. Well, God. The gospel of salvation, of course, is the the gospel that Jesus uh, lived, ministered, was crucified, dead, and buried, and rose again. 
that we might have salvation. And the gospel of the kingdom is uh, found in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Right. And that's for the perfecting of the saints. Yes. And so the gospel of the kingdom is what leads from the uh, apostolic ministry uh, into uh, the uh, knowledge and the salvation. But primarily the gospel of the kingdom deals with the uh, larger larger focus ministry with uh, five-fold ministry gift as the uh, primary method and uh, relationship that uh, leads into the kingdom. We can find the answer to that also with... uh, Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, beginning of verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them, God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. So, so the... Uh, so the emphasis is on being created in God's image that we are to be able to rule over the earth as God had wanted us to originally and before sin. And so that connection was broken and has been uh, brought to correction by Jesus, and then we have the opportunity to serve God in whatever means he has called us to. All right. Who's Northwest Indiana? That might be Pastor Cheryl's phone. 
Oh, okay. Is she on yeah. the front one? Okay. So she she brought her phone in because we're only on my little speaker. And yeah. we had feedback when she was here, so she went into a different room. Okay. I'm back. Okay. Any questions about anything so far? No. Uh, you want to go right. over the first 15 minutes? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. They, they heard the first 15 minutes. They can give you a breakdown in a minute. Yeah. All right. How are you all? Good. Doing well. Good. Okay. Then we come to uh, the three apostolic reformations. The first, restoration of truth that Jesus is the fulfillment of all of the law and the prophets. That can be found in Luke twenty four forty four or John one forty five. I'll turn to that. I'm sorry, would you would you say that again? Restoration The first restoration of truth is that Jesus is a fulfillment of all the law and okay. the prophets. Okay. Luke what? Luke 24. Okay, in Luke chapter 24, verse 44, and it says, These are the words which I spake unto you, while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. So Jesus telling the disciples in that in that uh, scripture that he is the fulfillment of the law and of the prophets and that uh, the, the works in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms they are witnesses that he is indeed uh, Jesus Savior and in John chapter 1 verse 45 just turn the page and you'll find Philip findeth Nathaniel and said unto him we have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write Jesus of Nazareth the son of Joseph all right the second apostolic reformation uh, is 
Martin Luther and the Protestant Reformation, salvation by grace through faith and not by our own works. And we can find Ephesians Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So this is key scripture for Martin Luther writing the 95 Theses and nailing on the, the cathedral door. And uh, he uh, started the Protestant Reformation then, <clears throat> not realizing that he was starting the Reformation, but that he was in... Entering into the kingdom by grace through faith and not by works, not by indulgences such as the Catholic Church was doing at that time. And third apostolic reformation is God is restoring the truth that apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are meant to equip believers for works of service. And uh, Ephesians 4, verse 12, we already read verse 11. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So we are equipped so that we may share and to bring into relationship others who are in need of salvation. Everyone is has been or is in need of salvation. All of God's saints are to be equipped to minister in the kingdom. Any questions, comments? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm a little slow with the notes. You said all saints should be... Are to be equipped to minister in the kingdom. Okay, thank you. So if they're supposed to be equipped to minister in the kingdom, then they probably should fall into one of the fivefold spots. Is that what you're saying? Uh, if they're going to be uh, ministers in the kingdom, there are the fivefold ministry is uh, what is to work. In the ministry, okay, to be equipped and to equip others. Mm-hmm. 
So it sounds like, and, and maybe that's what Pastor Shank was asking, maybe you correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't have to be or fit into or anointed as one of the fivefold to minister in the kingdom, but these fivefold, well, that's what the scripture said, for the equipping of the saints. So mm-hmm. I guess you don't have to be, but somebody, but the fivefold has to be in operation in order for right. the saints to be equipped. Okay. Right. Right. All right. Then we come <clears throat> then we come to the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Revelation two and six. And it says, But this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. So <clears throat> leadership is influence. And pastors are leaders in the religious mountain. There are other mountains. Where are you called? We need to view people in the congregation as leaders and not just followers. So, So the seven mountains of influence are media, education, spirituality, religion, family, arts and entertainment, government and politics, business and economy. So those mountains of influence are areas where uh, they are foundational mountains of influence. And they, each, each one ha- has uh, leaders involved in their... Uh, perspective count. Uh, okay, and in second, or excuse me, first Peter chapter five, verse two and three. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. So, not to be uh, overpowering or taking undue authority or mixing up of uh, of doctrines or anything, but serving 
others with gladness and not not being uh, lords over God's heritage. So we're to share our knowledge, share our information, share what the Holy Ghost is speaking to us, that we might influence others with godly influence and not lording over them. Any questions, any comments? Is your phone dead, Earl? No, I'm still here. Uh, I was thinking, when you come across something that is not uh, godly according to the scripture in and amongst this, but you're not the leader how do you address it? If you come and repeat that, can you repeat okay. that? Yeah. Um, if if you notice an error in in uh, the workings of the church you're in, and you're not the leader, how do you address it so that uh, harmony can be restored? or God's people can be protected? Well, you have set ministry there that you should take any comments or questions about and uh, direct them to the leader of the assembly so that he may share your concern and so thereby giving another perspective on something that he may be able to bring about the change necessary to bring it into order. But what if he doesn't accept what's being said? The premise I didn't hear that. The premise wasn't accepted by the leader, and they might be part of the problem. Well, that's always a good possibility. Um, That they are part of the problem. Then you really need to uh, pray about it. You might even want to pray about it very much before you uh, take it to the leader. Okay. Because if the leader's involved in it, he may or may not be amenable to change. So prayer changes things and gives you opportunity to let let God sort it out. Okay. Now we turn to Exodus chapter 18 uh, in regards to the... Uh, 
Jethro principle. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses sat to judge the people. And the people stood by Moses from the morning until the evening. And when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did to the people, he said, What is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thou thyself alone? And all the people stand by thee from morning until even. And Moses said unto his father-in-law, Because the people come unto me to inquire of God when they have a matter, they come unto me, and I judge between one and another, and I do make them know the statutes of God and his laws. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, The thing that thou doest is not good. Thou wilt surely wear away both thou and this people that is with thee, for this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. Hearken now unto my voice. I will give thee counsel, and God shall be with thee. Be thou for the people to Godward, that thou mayest bring the causes unto God. And thou shalt teach them ordinances and laws, and shalt show them the way wherein they must walk, and the work that they must do. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men, such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties and rulers of tens. And let them judge the people at all seasons. And it shall be that every great matter they shall bring unto thee, but every small matter they shall judge. So shall it be easier for thyself, and they shall bear the burden with thee. If thou shalt do this thing, and God command thee so, then thou shalt be able to endure, and all this people shall also go to their place in peace. So Moses hearkened to the voice of his father-in-law, and did all that he had said. And Moses chose able men out of all Israel, and made them heads over the people, rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. And the, they judged the people at all seasons, the hard, case, the hard causes they brought unto Moses, but every small matter they judged themselves. And Moses said his father-in-law, Depart. And he went his way into his own land. So Moses took advice from his father-in-law, who wasn't even, he wasn't Jewish. He, uh, he was a Midianite, if I remember correctly. And uh, he uh, followed the advice and set up rulers over the people. And then he would hear the hard cases that they couldn't understand. Any questions? Comments? Yeah, I've got got questions. Okay. I 
got a question coming from all the way last week. Questions. And I'm, I'm, I'm just listening to what the Word of God is saying to our leaders. And I'm looking how God is going back even to Jethro, which was Moses' father-in-law. Right. And how that, how that the Spirit of God has got to be with them in order for them to bring such messages and things that they must do. Things that even may, they may understand it and may not. Again, still, the main thing is to hear ye the Lord. And we have to look at this, hear ye the Lord. You have so many examples, but yet still, we have to follow. We have to follow God as, as Israel followed the cloud, and he also followed the fire. And we look at this and we see that the power of God and the movement of God has definitely got to be in faith and in the spirit. These things cannot be judged by the natural, the natural eye or the natural man. But it's got to go according to the word. I think it started at one point that we needed a foundation. And we need to know what this foundation do, what it is, who built it, and what was the purpose. And then we stand because we know that it was built by God. And we continue to look in the scriptures as we are doing. A lot of us, including me, is going place, I'm going to places now that I've never been before. But nevertheless, we have to stay in the spirit. And not only that, he say, is there any man that's wise enough that can even judge such matters? And I'm looking at this couple walk. This is a couple walk that we are taking in step that we are taking. And I'm, I'm, I'm praying that God bless us to be able to walk in the spirit and not get caught up in the flesh. Amen. Amen. So, if we stay prayed up and fasted up and read up and follow the leading of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, we shall be doing all that we can to find out what the Lord wants for us to do, how to react, how to minister, and uh, avoid pitfalls of many pastors, preachers of uh, women, money, and other lustful areas where the the Holy Spirit does not want us to go. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Any other? Go ahead, Earl. No, I just was reading and making sure that you still knew we were here. Okay. Now, for kingdom strategies, we turn to Joshua chapter 5, verses 13 through 15, and it says, And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, they lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him, and he said unto him, Art thou for us or for our adversaries? And he said, Nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord am I now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What saith my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoe from off thy foot, for the place whereon thou standest is holy. And Joshua did so. So Joshua meets the angel of the Lord. He uh, questions him as to whether he's for us or for his enemies. And the response was that as the host of the host of the Lord, that uh, captain of the Lord host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoe from off thy foot, for the place where is thy stand of this holy ground. So, the Lord of the host was messenger sent to uh, give guidance to uh, Joshua. Okay, and in Questions, comments about anything? This is... Uh... Um, Go ahead. Um, you said um, this was kingdom strategies. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, not, I'm not quite following the strategy. Are, are you saying that the Lord of hosts is telling uh, Joshua what to do. Is that saying that uh, in this dispensation we have the Holy Ghost to tell us what to do? Well, we do, but Joshua was being given information he did not have before. The captain of the host of the Lord uh, was there to brief Joshua as to how to proceed and he told him that he was standing on holy ground and Joshua did so. Joshua followed the instructions of the captain of the Lord's host. And the strategy is that our strategies and our information should all come from the Lord. The Lord 
the Lord in the Old Testament dealt dealt with uh, people oftentimes in warfare. And uh, mm-hmm. there were many battles and many wars that were fought. Uh, Old Testament's full of them, full of examples. And uh, sometimes the, the the flesh uh, was being pursued without godly input, and thereby they they uh, were not uh, following God's plan. All kinds of uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you. All right. What, what I see here, uh, one of the things I see, Moses at the burning bush had to take his shoes off because it was holy ground. Is that correct? Yes. And so now this is Joshua, and that's the only two places I can recall where they were instructed to... Uh, receive instruction on holy ground that they had to take their shoes off. So one of the things things we have to do is find a place where God is that's holy so that we can communicate with him directly and he he wants us to reverence that spot at that particular time to get uh, information from him. Yes. Yes, a very, very good observation. Any other comments? That that's as as simple as that may sound, it, it's really uh, pretty profound because as you were saying it, uh, and when Pastor Shank was speaking, you think about the times in uh, the Old Testament and particular names just don't come to me right now, but uh, as long as they followed the instructions that God gave, they won the battle. Right. When they decided to move on their own, even though it may have been for a good cause or seemed like the right thing to do, then they they always messed up. And I'm thinking of, and again, names are not coming to me right now, but the time that the, uh, the donkey spoke to stop yes. the man from Balaam stopped him from moving if he wasn't listening. So he would have really messed up had he, he continued. So that that really that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving right along here were to apostolic kings, the presbytery. We read in scriptures, apostles and elders assembled to confirm believers into ministry. 
Examples include Timothy, who was confirmed into ministry by apostolic presbytery. The Apostle Paul was present during his confirmation and activation. Uh, this idea of presbytery is found in the book of Acts, chapter 15, verse 2, 4, 6, 22, and 23, and chapter 16, verse 4, and chapter 21, verse 18, so that you have order, you have teamwork, you have apostolic teamwork in which the apostles and prophets working together to build ministry, to start ministry, to help to... uh, grow some ministry. Now, uh, can you give me a, a, a more clear uh, definition of the presbytery? Are you saying that, I heard you say team. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you break that down for me a little bit? Well, <clears throat> The teams are the foundation of the presbytery. Presbytery is ruling uh, body over local congregation, and apostolic teams interact with that church through the presbytery. In other words, the leadership at hand, and they they work with the presbytery to confirm and to work and to build and to have working relationship with with a given local church. The apostolic team is Some people call it a board, some people call it a governing body, some people call it leadership teams. Right. Um, it's it's the individuals that are actually doing the business of the church, not right. necessarily the preaching. Right. But, but keeping the organization uh, flowing, solvent, and spiritual. Right. So how does that relate then to uh, the scripture that says, um, what does it say? Uh, they receive the Holy Ghost by the laying it on of hands or healing. I'm forgetting everything today. Uh, by laying hands of the presbytery. How does that relate? Part of well, the would be the elders of the church. Right. Okay. The elders of the church are the local presbytery. Okay. Has your question been fully answered? No. <laughs> uh, I I need to find the actual scripture. Correct uh, Bible here.
Okay, that was... Anybody know exactly where that might be found so I won't take all night? Uh, laying on the hands of the presbytery. Laying on the hands of the presbytery. First uh, Timothy 4.14 is a good place for you to look. Why did I think it was Matt? Okay. First Timothy... First Timothy four fourteen says, Neglect not the gift that is in thee which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Does that help? No. <laughs> Could you read that one more time, please? I'm Neglect not the gift that is in thee which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. In other words, he he was, uh, Paul recognized him, and they laid hands on him with the presbytery. In other words, the local church ruling body laid hands on him and sent him and released him to minister with uh, Paul. Oh, I got Paul. it. Okay. Okay. Then got Paul it. took him, and he established him as a, a lead elder at uh, Ephesus, I believe it was. Okay. So, and, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So that you you were saying, <clears throat> excuse me, about leadership and order, and uh, Pastor Shank just said like the business of the church. So that's that's the way things are supposed to go. Is um, almost an impartation. I, I like the way you said it, though, a release being sent. So mm-hmm. that's the way that it should be. And I think I heard you say uh, the leadership should recognize or Timothy recognize the gift. And so then he uh, laid hands and, and sent him out. Is that is that right? Well, the presbytery, all of them laid hands on him. Well, yeah, and he yeah. was released to serve with Paul. Okay. 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 Another one here is Barnabas and Saul also received instructions through Apostolic Presbytery, and when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. Acts thirteen three, the okay. Greek word for sent in this verse is apalu. To be apostolic means to be sent. A sent one is the first identifying mark of an apostle and an apostolic team. Okay. All right. Okay, this is uh, a little deeper than I thought. 
man, we really haven't been doing things right, have we? Nope. Bishop uh, was attempting to. Yeah. The body of elders, the presbytery, the senate and the council of the Jewish elders, uh, of the elders of any body or assembly of Christians is the definition uh, according to Strong's G4244. Um, and what they are doing is laying on of hands to activate the gift to acknowledge before the people that they had been chosen and called. And yes. then they're sent, sent with their authority and power and all rights and uh, fellowship. Okay. okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Going on now, the Apostle Paul describes his apostleship later confirmed by the leadership in Antioch. Paul, an apostle, not sent from men or through the agency of man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. That's Galatians chapter 1, verse 1. So Paul's apostleship was confirmed by the leadership in Antioch. And he was established And then when he and uh, Barnabas went to Jerusalem, they recognized him as well. And uh, apostolic team's development, Jesus had already taught the apostolic team model by sending 12, 2, and 2, and later 70 into the harvest field, Matthew 10, 1, Luke 10, 1. The the twelve went out by twos, and he sent the seventy out by twos, establishing that there are no lone rangers, that everyone has a responsibility to and an accountability to someone else in authority over them. And... uh, The Presbytery, especially the Presbytery of Antioch and Jerusalem, for Paul especially, was that they confirmed his apostleship and thereby thereby established the authority of the apostles as well. So that's where we get uh, the principle from that ministers, anyway, need a covering. We're supposed to be confirmed and sent right. out. Okay. Sorry, I dropped it. I'm sorry? I, I dropped the call. So oh. Back. Yeah, you're back on now, Earl. Yeah. The, uh, everyone is covered in apostolic ministry 
the apostles are accountable to the presbytery of the local church where they're from, and they are accountable to the leadership of where they're going and where they're at at any given time. There are no Lone Rangers. Mm-hmm. And it's nine o'clock by my watch, and oh. I hate to uh, close this off, but we need prayer is the breeding ground of ministry assignments. In other words, strong prayer life will guide and direct any ministry that you may encounter, may have, whether you're staying in the local church or whether you're sent one or one who has been called and released to another mission field or another opportunity for a mission field. So, uh, Pastor Cheryl, would you please close this out in prayer? I will. Can I ask a question first? Are we going to continue this next week? Uh, I don't know because Apostle will have him back, and I can tell him where we were, and he can decide whether to stay on that topic. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Dear Father, Lord God, we thank you for your wisdom, your word, your instruction, your knowledge. We thank you, Father, for teaching us. And Lord, I pray that you forgive us, Father, for being so off track with your plan, your word, your work. Father, thank you for filling us with understanding, Lord God, concerning what we should be doing and how to go about doing it. Father, we pray that you fill our hearts with knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, Lord God, that we will be a blessing to the kingdom, that we will be obedient to your will and your way, Lord God. Father, we pray, Lord God, for everyone associated with this roundtable, those who are on the line and those who are not. Lord, that you would give restful, peaceful sleep, Lord God, and us and be rejuvenated in the morning to continue to do your will. Father, let the burden of prayer and intercession be upon your people. Lord God, as you said, if we will pray, you will hear from heaven and heal our land, and we need healing, Father. And we thank you, Lord God, bless the instructor for tonight. Lord, with every need met, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Good night. Hey, Dave.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.